This is the EWN Podcast Network. Some will, some won't, so what? And someone's waiting for you, for exactly what you have to offer. And when they're saying no, it has nothing to do with you and your services. Maybe the timing's not right for them. Maybe they're not really ready to take action. Like in my case, maybe they've set this big goal for themselves, but there's something inside them that's holding them back, that they are just personally not ready yet. So it's never about you, that no, and you're never gonna get a yes unless you ask. It's Lift As We Climb, a show that shares secrets about growing your business from the eWomen Premier Success Coaches and outstanding members from all around the world. I'm Pat Miller, the Idea Coach and your host of the show. On today's show, we're talking productivity and how to make big money fast. Sounds good, right? Our Premier Success Coach interview is with Julie Miller Davis, and we'll dig into our personal productivity, boundaries, and the art of getting stuff done. And we'll talk with Aaron Acton, the Managing Director of the E-Women Chapter in Victoria, British Columbia, about a simple but not easy method to increase your sales right now. Lift As We Climb is sponsored by The Expressory, your relationship-building concierge, Cultivating Sales, the all-in-one CRM for sales and marketing, and the LinkedIn Lifestyle, secrets and strategies to be a LinkedIn star. Before we get into today's show, I'm excited to share a little bit of news. I'm the Idea Coach, and I help small business owners with their marketing so they can increase their sales. More and more, the best way i found to do that and to help as many people as possible is to organize and moderate communities. I believe running a small business can be lonely and hard. You have to do things you don't know how to do. You need to work long hours, and often you don't have anybody to complain to or celebrate with. It can really be frustrating. To try and address this, 18 months ago, I started a Facebook group called Brand Crafted. It's a local small business owners group for networking and education in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. It's a terrific group of entrepreneurs, but something was missing. Then about six weeks ago, ah, it hit me. I had all of these ideas floating around in my head, and I just needed someone to collaborate with. I wanted to have a whiteboard session and think out some of these business opportunities that I was considering, and I started to think about how could I do this. And I realized that the only options that I had were to join a mastermind group, which was a big, long-time commitment, to sign up a coach, which was effective but could be overkill for just some quick help, or leverage a networking relationship and beg them to let me pick their brain, which can be tacky and ineffective. So it hit me there are lots of places to network, but no place for a small business owner just to collaborate. So I built it. The new group is called the Idea Collective. In the group, which is off Facebook for a million reasons, we get together for weekly roundtable discussions, creative office hours, and we host discussion boards, work share feedback areas, and more. It's basically a social network just for small business owners. I put the group out to my network, and within 72 hours, I had signed up my founding 50 members. It's full of all of the A players in my local network. And if you're looking for a group to collaborate with, to learn from, to feel engaged with, you might want to check it out. The link is in the show notes, and it's on my website. That's patmillerideacoach.com. Now, even when we're inspired, we still have to be effective. 
As an eWomen member, you're fortunate that we have a premier success coach that focuses on productivity and boundaries. That's Julie Miller-Davis. If you're finding yourself drifting with your productivity or the fire is just plain fizzled, spending a little time with Julie is a great option. Julie, welcome to the show and let's start here. What is at the root of not being productive as a small business owner? Here's what I think is at the root. Two things. Number one, we don't have a boss and we don't have anyone that we are accountable to within our business other than our own clients. And so we work on stuff for our clients, but we don't necessarily work on stuff to grow our businesses. And so no one's setting deadlines for us. And it's really hard to stick to a deadline that you set for yourself if you even have the wherewithal to set a deadline for yourself. And secondly, everything is related in my business and in my estimation to our habits and patterns. Everything is habitual. We're creatures of habit. And so if we habitually do things at the last minute, or we habitually just kind of do things as they come up, or we habitually are lazy, and laziness, I think, is a habit. It's not necessarily just how we are. Then we aren't getting stuff done. We aren't getting productive because we're just not in a habit or a pattern of productivity, of getting things done that aren't immediate. And so we don't do them (laughs) and we're not productive. And bosses have a good way of getting us out of those habits and patterns because we know that we have to do it or we will lose our job. But when we own our own job, there's no boss hanging around. So that's a really good point. Another thing you talk about a lot are boundaries. Why is it so hard to set boundaries as a small business owner? As a business owner, as an entrepreneur, as our own boss, as the people who are building our own businesses, it's really difficult in our minds to say no, not now to someone or to not have our calendar be an open book for everyone to schedule whenever they want to or to call us and need something right now. And so we serve them because we're afraid we'll lose them. We'll lose the money. We'll lose this. We'll lose that. And what I think we fail to see as business owners is that by controlling the boundaries, by letting people in when we let them in, we come across as more professional, as being in control of our business and as being someone that they want to work with. Because it's really difficult to respect someone who is always at your beck and call, I think. And when they're no longer at your beck and call, then all of a sudden you lose interest in them. And so if we can set those boundaries from the beginning or we find a way to set them that lets people know that we are going to make some shifts to serve them better and we don't break those boundaries, we are actually serving ourselves better, which exhausts us less, which does allow us to serve our clients from a much better place, a lot less overwhelmed. And we have to change that mindset, shift that perspective of if I say no, I can't right now, I'm unavailable. We're not saying no to the client. We're saying, I can see you at these times because that's when I see clients. <laughs> so, But it's so counterintuitive. We think we need to come right when they call us because we want to be there and we want to serve. So does it end up being kind of a confidence issue then? Yeah, I would say it is a confidence issue, a confidence that we are good enough to hold on to our clients and serve them when we are available to serve them rather than being this open page to be at their beck and call. And if we can shift 
the waters and make it so that we are confident that they've hired us for a reason. They've hired us because they are confident in us, then we can serve them that much better. And if we can spin it for them and spin it for ourselves, that we are actually serving them better by not being at their beck and call, it's a whole different place to come from. Now you specialize in helping people with their calendar. And I had a moment earlier this week where I hit the wall and I realized, like I had no one to be angry at, but I was just angry because I'm so busy. And then it hit me, I did it to myself. I accepted every one of those meetings. So when we talk about controlling your calendar, how can we get better at controlling our calendars so we don't run into that issue? Yes, that's a big thing. And the interesting thing is that it is something that I do a lot with people and it's where people start with me a lot of times. The underlying issue is a lot more with the habits and the boundaries, but we do do it to ourselves. We overload our calendar. And best thing that I can tell you (laughs) that you can do to start making space in that calendar and to quit having all the meetings all the time, eight to five or whatever it looks like. And we're even worse now with COVID and working from home. We don't even give ourselves the break to get in our car and drive somewhere. Like we don't even have that 15 or 20 or 30 minutes or hour, depending on where you live and how long your commute is to places. We're not even giving ourselves that, right? So it's like back to back to back to back to back, maybe grab a glass of water and then come back to our desk. And so The best advice that I could give you, Pat, and give everyone is to schedule. It feels like you shouldn't have to schedule it, but you do. In your calendar, I call it white space. You have to calendar white space and you have to set the boundary, coming back to that word, around yourself to not encroach on your own white space. It might be 30 minutes where it is simply, you just call it white space. And it's simply time to breathe, eat your lunch, take a break, do whatever. The white space also might be a little longer and it might be where you put in stuff to work on your own things. Like I need to email some people. I need to get some contracts out. I need to do some follow-up. I need to work on this project. I need to edit my podcast so that I can get it out there. (laughs) Right? So I call it white space. We do a lot of work in my Prioritize with Power course around this idea, actually, of how do we create the time and the space to work on the things that we need to work on so that our business becomes the priority, not all the meetings. Let's talk about meetings. So can we stay on Zoom as an efficiency when we, quote, get back to normal? Is that a long-term strategy and give up these hour-long coffee shop meetings? Or do you think that we have to have a balance between virtual and in-person? Because I can do a lot more Zoom meetings than coffee shop meetings. Is that going to be a thing moving forward? Well, yes. I already coach that. Why would you drive somewhere to meet someone for the first time? If you don't even know if they're a person that you either want to know better, want to have a collaborative relationship with, whether it's going to be a two-way thing or whether they just want to sell to you, why would you spend hours, which could have been a 20-minute conversation, and then you can say yes or no, that this person is a person you want to invest your time in. I've already coached so many people to stop driving all the places. And when you've gotten to know them and you actually want to meet in person, then schedule that. And I think that now what's happened through the pandemic is people are realizing that it is just as effective to connect 
on Zoom in like a connection one-to-one or a group of three get to know you situation as it is in person. The in-person should be like, yes, I do want to get to know you. (laughs) I do want to invest my time in you. So let's do meet for coffee or a cocktail or whatever it might be and get to know each other. And how do our businesses fit together? How do we help each other, refer to each other, all those things and build from there? I think people are going to become more discerning about where they're spending their time and whom they're spending it with. So let's talk about a success story. You're a premier success coach. I think if you tell us a story of transformation, some of us might hear ourselves in your story. Can you share a story without divulging any information of someone that came to you that was overwhelmed, their calendar was on fire, how you helped them get their life under control, and then what happened to their business when you did that? Absolutely. I know your wife's a photographer, so I'm going to tell a photographer story. (laughs) I have a photographer who is a client, and she thought she was being really efficient with her time because she was scheduling. She traveled a lot between actually three cities, two states and three cities. And she was taking a lot of phone calls and doing a lot of stuff in her car. And so she was on Zoom and wherever in her car, conversations in her car back and forth or whatever to where she was going. And there was never a break. Like she'd take the end of one call as she's at her house and then transition into her car and be in her car on her way to an appointment, on her way to a session. And then she'd get to the session, do the session, get another call. She came to her car and she got sick, to tell you the truth. Like sick, unhealthy. And she was unable to even take care of herself at that point because she'd driven herself into the ground. And so what we did was the first thing I told her when she started working with me almost a year ago was, why are you driving an hour away to have coffee with someone, a consult where you don't even know if they're a viable client or person for your business in one way or another, you're driving an hour to have coffee. Why are you doing that and not doing a Zoom? And it was eye-opening for her. An hour, an hour in the car each way plus however long it was for the coffee, right? And by the way, if you are going to do the coffee thing, park yourself somewhere and schedule people to come to you. Like don't go to six different coffee shops, like have three or four coffees. Like you park yourself at one place and you say, this is where I am. You can come to me. Take control, people. (laughs) (laughs) But then what we did was really started talking about how could she group different things together within her calendar? How could she stop? just running all the time. And that was the biggest thing, Pat, was that change in the coffees. But also, how could she set up her consults to know if people were going to hire her? And how could she have these conversations and work them so that she wasn't basically running 13 hours, 14, 15 hours a day? And it changed everything. And her business, she started working with me in... August or September. And then before COVID hit, before her business went to zero for a little while, although she's been in my program, we pivoted her so fast and she created over five figures of revenue during this time. She had her biggest two months ever, January, February, and she was running less. And Mm -hmm. she had more space. And not sick. And not sick, healthy. That's a great story. I can totally see a lot of myself. I mean, other people in that story that you just told. You have a gift for us, an offer. Tell us about getting focused. It's an offer that you have for folks that are listening to the podcast. It is. So 
many of us are having trouble staying focused. We're on Zoom all the time and we're still having trouble staying focused or we're at our home office and we're used to breaking up the day like I talked about earlier. And so I created an infographic that you can download at juliemillerdavis.com slash focus. And with that is a three-part video series to help you remain focused, to help you think about things a little bit differently than you may have been thinking about them in order to give you a fresh perspective. Look at these videos. It'll help you give yourself a fresh perspective on how you're running, how you're running things, and how to focus and get the most out of the time that you are working. And how do we get it? juliemillerdavis.com slash focus. Since we talked about calendars and things like that, and that's a lot of the reason that people get in the door with me is that they feel too busy. They are too busy. In a 30-minute call with me, we can at least give them a jumping off point of where they can really start making a change in controlling their calendar. And just like with me, one thing, but with any premier success coach, they're going to give them one thing that they can take away and do right away. So if we reach out to you through the program and do a half hour, what happens in that half hour call so we can get some of these goodies? That's such a good question. I hope you all take advantage of that premier success coach call. If you've been a member for 20 years or if you've been a member for two minutes, if you haven't used those calls, they don't expire. So use those two calls. And what you will get from me in that 30 minutes and really from any premier success coach is we will learn a little bit about where your struggle is, where you're stuck in your productivity. Say it's something like my client had with her calendar. She felt too busy and overwhelmed and wasn't engaging in healthy activities. We dig in, where is it that you are really stuck? What's happening with you? And I'll give you one small thing to work on and it will start making a difference right away. If you call Pat Miller, he's gonna give you one small thing that helps you make a difference in your marketing world right away. Any of us, any of the Premier Success Coaches are going to give you a tip. It's not a sales pitch. It's a time for you to get coached and we will give you an action step that you can take, walk away with and implement and make a difference right away. From Premier Success Coach to Premier Success Coach, it makes sense to hear someone else say it out loud. Can you share the gospel we've been given from the eWomen Network that we are absolutely forbidden from selling it? (laughs) People are terrified that we're going to pitch them. We can't pitch them, right? We are contracted not to sell to you. We are contracted to coach you, to listen to you, to hear you, and to give you something to walk away with. And then we can follow up with you. If you want to work further with us, you can ask us on another call, not the 30-minute call. How do I work with you? How do I get more from you? It's not us telling you that on that 30-minute call. That 30-minute call is all about you, the eWomen Network member. Use your calls. I mean, you get a free 30-minute consult with Julie. Are you kidding me? You'll really enjoy the conversation and you'll be more productive right away. It's a win-win. Thanks for coming on the show, Julie. Up next, we'll learn how to make a bunch of money in a short amount of time. Yes, please. Aaron Acton, the Managing Director for Victoria, British Columbia, Canada, is going to tell us what you can do to drive billing right now. It's simple, straightforward, and advice that you need to hear. This episode of Lift As We Climb is sponsored by Cultivating Sales, the all-in-one CRM for sales and marketing. I'm using Cultivating Sales to not only organize my clients and partners, I'm using it to manage this worldwide podcast. 
With just this one program, I've built and host the show webpage where guests can apply, book their dates, and subscribe. It also manages the email communication and text alerts that Lift As We Climb VIPs get. This one program has replaced so many other subscriptions, it practically pays for itself. Stay close to your customers with texts, emails, sales funnels, calendars, a course builder, even the website builder. We've got a secret discount just for Lift As We Climb listeners. Visit cultivatingsales.com slash lift to capture it. That's cultivatingsales.com slash lift. And the LinkedIn Lifestyle, the secret recipe to attract the right people and build authentic relationships on LinkedIn. Before I worked with the LinkedIn lady, my LinkedIn was sad. Then she introduced me to the LinkedIn lifestyle, and now I'm loaded with daily content ideas, my profile views are up, and my engagement is through the roof. If you're trying to do business on LinkedIn, join me and lead the LinkedIn lifestyle. Visit linkedinlifestyle.com slash star to get the free report, Five Fatal Flaws in Most LinkedIn Profiles. Watch your profile views and post performance soar with these tips. I'm telling you, they work. Get the report now. It's free. LinkedInLifestyle.com slash star. And the Expressory, your relationship building concierge. As I mentioned earlier in the show, I just launched the Idea Collective for Small Business Owners and Jamie and the team at the Expressory are blowing my members' minds. When a new member signs up, the Expressory team is automatically alerted to send a personalized surprise welcome gift right to their doorstep. The members are so surprised that they talk about the group on their social media and they feel more connected to the mission. If you're ready for more repeat customers, social media love, and bigger billing, get the Expressory team working for you. If you want some ideas, text the word HOME to 414-240-1315. For the work-from-home care package catalog, sent instantly to your phone from the Expressory, your relationship-building concierge. I'm telling you, this is a total cheat code. Offer ends June 30th, 2020. How does that old TV commercial go? Would you like to make more money? Sure, we all do. Our next guest can actually help make that happen. Aaron Acton is the managing director for the eWomen Network in Victoria, British Columbia, Canada. She says that she has the secret to make big money right now, like this week. Aaron, welcome to the show. You have my complete attention. Tell us that simple way to make loads of money right now. How do we do it? It does sound good. It involves picking up the phone. I know that is what a lot of people feel like after they hear that, but... At the end of the day, this has been my number one way to make big money quickly, as in you just pick up the phone. And I think the secret to doing this well is to do it without an agenda, as in you're not going on, you're not picking up the phone and making a whole bunch of sales calls. What I love to do is pick up the phone and connect with people have genuine conversations, find out where they're at, usually asking questions in my area of expertise, how I love to help support people. And then it flows into a natural conversation about their biggest challenges in my area. And then when they're talking about those challenges, I'm able to then say, wow, that is exactly how I help people. Are you interested in learning more about that? 
And if they say, yes, fantastic, we get to book, in my case, a strategy session or Maybe if it's not something they're interested in, I can connect them with a resource or another connection so that while I am having these awesome conversations, at the same time, having these great connection calls, building my business. But if it's not building my business, I am increasing our relationship, providing them with value, and maybe even providing referrals to other people in my community so that my whole entire tribe and community, the people that I get to know and work alongside, have their community and their businesses strengthened as a result. If the downside of making phone calls is having a stronger network, that's fantastic. But the upside of making phone calls is to make a bunch of money. What does it say about us being nervous about making phone calls that it's as simple as making phone calls? And you can make- <laughs> Yeah, well, what people say to me when... I tell them about making calls. They're like, well, I don't know what to say. What am I going to say when I pick up the phone? Well, it's as simple as, hey, it's so-and-so. How are you doing? And then just starting that conversation. What's new? What's happening? What's exciting in your world? Where could things be better? And then asking questions that align with your business. So I'm a life and business coach. I love helping people with the structure. They've got those big dreams and goals, but how do you actually break those big dreams down into actions that you can do today? So maybe something along these lines. I don't like to have a script. I like it to be natural and genuine from that place of providing value. It's, oh, well, you've got this amazing goal. How are you doing? What kind of progress are you making? How's it going there? Oh, not too bad if they might happen to say that. Then I can say something along the lines of, well, you know, I've been helping people achieve those amazing goals. You're an awesome person. What do you think? Would you like to explore this idea a bit more? You don't need to have a script. You just need to have great conversations. But you walked us all the way up to the scary, evil word, no, right? At that point, here comes no, and that's what we don't want to hear. But you can't get yeses if you're not willing to hear no's. So how do you tell people on this program, like, here's a way you can make big money real fast. It's okay to hear no. How do you coach people past that? Well, I would then share what I've heard the CEO and founder of eWomen Network, a mentor of mine, I so look up to her. She says, and I don't even know if this is her specific quote. She quotes someone else. But she says, you know what? Some will, some won't. So what? And someone's waiting for you, for exactly what you have to offer. And when they're saying no, it has nothing to do with you and your services. Maybe the timing's not right for them. Maybe they're not really ready to take action. Like in my case, maybe they've set this big goal for themselves, but there's something inside them that's holding them back that they are just personally not ready yet. So it's never about you that no, and you're never going to get a yes unless you ask. Marketing and outreach seems to be so complicated. There are so many tools and so many methods and so many websites and social media. And sometimes it feels like it's one big delay just to stop us from facing the facts of picking up the phone and calling people like almost a grand procrastination, right? (laughs) If it's as simple as just get on the phone and call people, it's so simple, it sounds not believable. Does that make sense? Yeah, it absolutely does. Because when we're working, so I've done a ton of webinars, I have my online program, all that kind of stuff. When I'm working to get that up there, I feel really productive. Wow, I wrote 10 funnel emails today. 
Like it feels really good to be taking action towards your business. And yet not a single one of those emails that I wrote in that day actually led to any tangible results for me in that day. Whereas if I picked up the phone and let's just say I I made a goal to call five people today, I would have either left some messages and that's fine. That doesn't lead to say anything direct that day. But you know what? I bet one out of five of those people I'm going to connect with. And if I've made an offer, which could be, I want to learn more about you or let's go for coffee so we can build this relationship or wow, what you're working on is exactly how I help support people. Do you want to explore more setting up that strategy session? Then that is actually going to lead to money in my bank account way faster than setting up all of these other really important parts of our business, the online webinars, our website, newsletters, and yet those take time. So say we take your advice, we get up the master, we call all these people, we actually do it. The phrase we hear all the time is that the fortune is in the follow-up. Can you talk to us a little bit about now following up to close the deal? Any little strategies or tips you could give us? Sure. Well, let's say, for example, we're in that situation where I've said, wow, what you need is exactly how I help people. Do you want to do the strategy session? They say, yes. Okay. I pull out my phone right there and then so that it's not like, I'll send you an email and then you can set a time and then, and then, and then. It's like, hey, well, do you have a calendar? I've got mine right here. I'm actually holding mine up right now because that's just me. So what is this Friday like for you? I've got... 11 a.m. How does that work for you? Oh, no. And then you can go back and forth right there. And then you set your follow-up there. And then your follow-up is your booked appointment down the road. And then what it is... So yes, say for example, you are calling five people every day. Maybe you're leaving messages with three people. And so you're going to have to follow back up with them down the road. I have a system where I just write a note. I use a very manual system. Others use online programs. There's really amazing, free, and also more robust programs that you can pay for online to use for your follow-up. And then when it's time to call that person back again, if I haven't heard from them, I just pull it out. Who am I calling today? Who are my five phone calls? Oh, it's this person, this person, this person. I see I left a message with them a week ago. Time to chat again. And I have to say, I think being a news reporter a while ago, (laughs) really helped to support me in getting over my fear of the phone. Because as a radio news reporter, I had to get all of my stories by picking up the phone and calling people. And if I didn't pick up the phone and call people, I wouldn't get a story and therefore wouldn't be succeeding in my industry. And so that system I created, okay, I left a phone call with them, write a note. I'm going to follow up on this day, put it in the file folder for the next day, and then just keep following up and just keep on that phone. And before you know it, you've got a ton of stories you don't know what to do with. In this case, we've got a ton of leads that we definitely know what to do with. And we've got a really thriving business. So I want to hear about the chapter in just a minute. But can you give us a clear picture of the folks that you help with your coaching? Is there a certain group of people that you coach? Or do you coach everyone? I tend to coach business owners who have those big dreams and goals. So it's more of like that mindset sort of piece because I've worked with people in a whole number of different industries in business. And they want support and guidance on the systems and structures and the goal-setting expertise so that they can make those big dreams and goals happen faster than they can on their own. 
You're making it happen as the managing director in Victoria, British Columbia. Tell us about the chapter there and how is it going? We have an amazing group of people in our chapter. They're so awesome. We've got a lot of heart-centered people as others who've experienced eWomen Network in the other communities in the US, in Australia, in the UK. You'll probably know what I'm talking about because we just all seem to be attracted because of these amazing values that the organization has. And when you attend one chapter in Victoria, you'll get a very similar experience in another chapter from the kind of people that it attracts. We've got lots of heart-centered entrepreneurs in there, business owners, just people doing some really exciting things in the world. So while the shutdown has been a bummer for everyone running their real business, for eWomen Network, I contend it's gotten us all closer together. Are you seeing folks attending your online meetings that never, ever would have attended otherwise? Absolutely. Because we've gone online, it opens us up for people to attend our events from around the world. And that's what we've experienced. We had our latest meeting and we had someone from Australia there. We had people from California, another person from Phoenix, Arizona. We had, I think, a couple other of states represented there. And it was awesome. And of course, our usual cadre is that the right word, of people from our Victoria chapter as well. Is there anything that the Victoria chapter needs right now or folks that you're looking to connect with? Because I know that everyone wants to lift as we climb and support one another. So is there anything that your group is looking for at the moment? Yes. We are looking for people who can help support business owners to adjust to an online world. Do you help people really nail their marketing messages so that they are attracting the people that that are ready to do business with them right now? That would be fantastic. Do you help people get their businesses online? That is exactly the kind of support that we need because we are in this space where doing business face-to-face and in your community is fantastic. And we really need to be able to support people online as well. One of the cool parts of hosting this show is that I get to talk with so many managing directors and chapter members from all around the world. Plus, Aaron is dropping knowledge on us to make more money. So win-win. Thanks, Aaron, for taking the time to be on the show, and I hope I can make it to one of your upcoming meetings in Victoria. If you're enjoying the show, you need to hop on as a Lift As We Climb VIP. It's simple and easy. Just text the word LIFT to 414-240-1315. That's LIFT to 414-240-1315. You'll get a reminder when new shows are released, and we do some giveaways from time to time. In fact, we did a contest in May, and it's time to announce the winner. During May, we encouraged you to register so you could win a $45 gift card from Audible.com. The winner is... Nicole Field from Whole Living Pilates and our Colorado Springs, Colorado chapter. Congratulations, Nicole. Thanks for being a VIP. Stay tuned to the show for more chances to win from our sponsors. Maybe you'd like to do a giveaway on the show yourself. We'd love to feature your business. That'd be cool. Just send a text to that number and we'll start the conversation. We'd love to feature you. Last thing, we're doing a guest call. If you have something that you'd like to share on the show, I want to highlight members along with our premier success coaches, managing directors, and eWomen VIPs. Visit liftaswecliminpodcast.com and you can apply to be on the show. Make sure to apply today before that list gets too long. It's starting to grow a little bit, but we still have some avails this summer. Visit liftaswecliminpodcast.com and apply today. 
This episode of Lift As We Climb is sponsored by The Expressory, your relationship-building concierge. The LinkedIn Lifestyle, secrets and strategies to be a LinkedIn star. And Cultivating Sales, the all-in-one CRM for sales and marketing. I'm Pat Miller, the idea coach and a premier success coach for the eWomen Network. Find out more about me at patmillerideacoach.com. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. This is the EWN Podcast Network.